Well, good afternoon folks. Welcome back to the seat of the car. We're out in the car today. We're having a ride home. I had some had some jobs to do on the caravan. Bless its little cotton socks. I, I was busy all week. I tell you. I made that podcast there about living away from home and I had some lovely messages from people telling me they found it a very useful and insightful resource. So, it's been cold, and it, and it has been cold. I, I woke up, well, I'll tell, tell you how it was. Fucking hell. Wednesday night, we, when, Wednesday night there, we went, to, we, we went to bed, and it was pissing rain. Absolutely fucking pissing rain it was. Well, we woke up in the morning, and I, woke, and I was freezing cold. Oh, my days. There, at quarter to six, I was sort of had the eyes wide open, but I was firmly buried under the blankets, thinking, Jesus, wet the oil filled radiators on full chat, and uh, we need a bit more heating on in here. Because I peered out the window there, and I looked at the I looked at the thermostat with the um, temperature probe outside, and it said minus fucking five, minus five outside. And uh, anyone who's done the, uh, the cold caravan camping life, you'll know exactly what that means. It means it is colder than a witch's tit in Alaska. My God. But, but, I had a secret weapon. I've been busy fitting all week. A little bit, little bit to do here and there, but yeah, we got it done. Can't, can't do it all in one go. I'm getting old now. I ain't got as much energy as I used to have to be busy all night doing stuff. So, we took out all the stuff from out under the uh, under the second row, second, be- uh, second bed there, second settee. And underneath there is my gas boiler for my for my heating and hot water, for my hot water. And there's a, quite a nice space under there and it's really good because it's right next to the battery which means it's also right next to the 12 volt power let from the um, from the transformer there, from the charger. Also a very, very good thing to have. And uh, in there, underneath that settee, I put a diesel-fired air heater. Now, if you're a truck driver, or you know anything about truck driving, and these premium, um, these premium automobiles with their um, with their coolant heaters, and also in trucks they've got air heaters that use uh, Webasto and Eberspacher heaters for um, for hot blown air into the um, into the cab there. Now, what this little thing is is it's a 12 volt diesel fired air heater, and I fitted it there under the bed. I put a permanent inlet for fresh air from outside. So it's actually blowing fresh air in from from outside, just blowing ambient air across the heater all the time. So that it's what it's doing is it it's it's pushing fresh air into the caravan all the time. So instead of recycling instead of recycling air that's inside the caravan, it's blowing fresh air in all the time. You know it it. it I think it's a better idea because you've got quite a lot of ventilation there in the cab, in the in the caravan. Yeah, there is quite a lot of ventilation anyway. So I figured it would be better 
if we pulled fresh air in from outside, blew that across the uh, heat exchanger and blew that into the cab. And then what it would do would be, it would be constantly exchanging air so that it would be blowing hot air out or warm air out. I think it's a good idea, I like it. So, uh, so anyway, I set about this thing, I've got it all, I've, I've cut the big hole in the floor that need to go in there for the plate and the, the exhaust and the air intake for the, for the, heat, uh, for the um, combustion engine and I put the fuel pump outside on the chassis rail and got that all bolted in place, I run all the fuel lines, I run all the electric cables for the fuel pipe, I installed the fuel tank there inside the wardrobe. Now the fuel, you're probably thinking, why have you put the fuel tank inside? Well, I put the fuel tank inside because there's nowhere good for it to go outside. That's um, that's a problem with the with, with caravans is that externally you're you're limited as to where you can put things. You know, I did think about you know maybe I should you know maybe I should mount it. Maybe I should get a you know maybe I should get a filler cap and and a neck and everything and uh, and do a permanent install there on through the side of the um, through the side of the caravan but you know in all honesty I don't know I don't know how long I'll keep this one you know, I might upgrade to something a little bit bigger not not 100% so you know what I really want to be able to do is to um, is to just quickly uninstall this you know should I upgrade because it's not you know it's not all singing all dancing this little caravan I've got it's you know it's pretty basic pretty small most likely I'll probably be its only owner or its last owner you know I'll probably I'll probably put it up on there on the on the Facebook marketplace and let it go off to someone who maybe wants to use it in the garden or something because I, I can't see it being good for much else after I'm done with it but I will look after it you know I have done a few jobs fixed a few things I've made it livable but yeah oh this little this little diesel night heater I'm telling you you know I peered out the covers it was minus five I dived out of bed I pressed the button came on jumped back under the covers and I tell you what 120 seconds flat two minutes and there was hot air blowing out of that little heater it was banging absolutely banging press one press of the button and if I'd have had the remote next to the bed I wouldn't have even had to have gone out of fucking bed and there's an idea I didn't think of that until just now huh. yeah, not an idea lazy cunt that I am <laughs> so yeah yeah this little this little heater here minus five outside peers out the covers oh press the button two minutes later hot air and it was toasty in there within five minutes. Within five minutes, you know, I could get out. Of, I could get out of bed in just my boxer shorts and have a little mince around the caravan. And it, and it was warm, you know. No, none of this. Oh, quickly need to get dressed and all this malarkey. Oh, oh, it was lovely. It was. So then run outside, get the car started so that the car can warm up. But yeah, what a wonderful wonderful little thing absolutely brilliant it's not very loud um, you know 
the little heater runs itself. It's no, it's no louder than what you would have if you had a fan heater on in, in the caravan. But you see, I've got the advantage, I've got the advantage with this little thing of, if, you see, if my oil-filled radiator's on and I boil the kettle, that's its limit for the electric system. Otherwise, it trips everything out. So the oil-filled radiator and the kettle, that's, that's the limitation of, of the electric hookup. But obviously, if it is cold, I can't have any extra heating on because of the electric limitation. Which means I've got to stop things, I've got to turn them off, I've got to unplug things. You know, you could say, well, you know, it's just me being lazy. Yeah, yeah, it is. But there is a flip side to this. And the flip side might not be quite so evident and quite so apparent. Now, here's the flip side. That little, that little heater is 12 volt and it's standalone. Which means if for any reason we lose mains electric and I'm running only off my batteries, I can still put my heater on. I haven't got to have, I haven't got to use the gas fire. I can still have heating from 12 volt off my batteries, which means I'm thinking about, I've been thinking about this all, all last night and most of this morning while I've been doing my jobs. But I'm thinking about upgrading my batteries and I've been looking at solar panels and all this malarkey so that I've got a better solar setup with a 12 volt so that if there ever is a time when we goes to we goes to a new site you know maybe on, we're on one of our reservoir jobs and we're you know we're, a, we're we're setting up on the back of a farm or we're on a big reservoir out in the middle of fucking nowhere and there is no generator there at that moment I'll still have 12 volt power And if I had a solar system, if it was two or three days before before a generator came, it wouldn't bother me not two fucks. I wouldn't have to back the car up. I wouldn't have to put the fucking crocodile clips on the car battery to run the caravan or plug into the um, grey socket. I could just, well, just do what I do. Rock up, rock on. So that's always something else to think about is... is that side of it with the caravan. Now, if you're in a camper van, if you, if you were if you were in a camper van, I would say to you, do it slightly the other way. I wouldn't have if I was in the if I was in the camper van, I would probably have the um, the Wabasto water coolant heater. And a, um, and a heat exchanger. Now, you're probably thinking, what are you talking about? Right, well, you remember how your car heating works in your car, right? There's a heater matrix in there that acts like a radiator. You know the radiator you've got in your house? 
well, I'd go the other way if it was me. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have the diesel air heater. I'd have a coolant heater, which was doing two things. I'd have the coolant heater, which was warming the coolant in the engine, so that the, so that the engine for the van was ready to start, ready to go. And I'd have a heat exchanger with a 12-volt pump, a matrix, and a fan. Now, you're probably thinking, wow, that sounds complicated. And it's really not. See, what, what you do is you have a, a heat exchanger. Now, anybody who knows anything about BMW engines knows that, or, or even Mandro actually, because I think the TD5's got a heat exchanger on it as well. Right, what it does is it, it takes the heat from the coolant that you're firing up from your Webasto. Yeah, it takes that heat out of that coolant and it heats another another fluid. Now, the heat exchangers can also be water to water or water to oil. And it can exchange in various different ways. And it can, and the heat exchanger can work both ways. So, you know, this bit of it is also worth thinking about. Um, you take the you take the heat exchanger and you plumb it in and you pipe it up into your cabin area pipe it up into your cabin area Jesus fucking Christ taking up all fucking three lanes out that fucking river well we are in Kent I suppose yeah, but you pipe it up into your cabin area and inside your cabin area you'll be able to um, route that piping round to a central area where you'll be able to put the heater matrix and the fan and pump. Now you want you want to be able to run the system so that you've got the hot water rising high, going through the heat the matrix, coming out the bottom and returning low. So that then you use the pump to pump the circuit round. Yeah? But your return line, you also need to be able to have some sort of expansion tank and a top-up level that's not under pressure from the pump. See, the pump wants to be able to pump it round the circuit to the heat, to, to the heat exchanger. Then it wants to come back round the circuit high, where it comes, goes through the heater matrix, back out on the cold side. Then it goes into the expansion bottle fire a T-piece, the expansion bottle gives you both the volume, capacity and room for coolant expansion without overpressurizing the system. And it's kind of as simple as that. You know, you'll have, you'll have an electric fan blowing air through the heater matrix, which, will, which is another form of heat exchanger, because it's, it's water to air, because you're, you're taking the heat out of the water 
using the fan and blowing air through it. That's, that's what I'd do. If I was running, if I was doing the van life and I was doing a, a camera conversion, that's what I'd be doing. I'd be I'd be running a I'd be running a heater matrix system into the cabin. I wouldn't run the diesel, the direct diesel heater. I'd be looking to always keep the engine coolant hot because it's better for the engine to start hot. It might seem a little bit futile. All right, it's not instant heat, but you can always think in advance. You know, my little air, my little diesel to air heater, you know, two minutes, that's all it took, two minutes. Brilliant, absolutely fucking brilliant. Two minutes and I was toasting. Now, if you used the Wabasto system and you were heating the engine coolant and going through the heater matrix and uh, heat exchanger, you know, that could also be plumbed in in such a way as, you know, the Wabasto went straight through the exchanger first and then into the engine cooler so it, it it was part of the part of the pre-loop if you like so that it was pushing the heat pushing the hottest water through that heat exchanger first so that you were getting the full advantage or the first advantage of that heat and cooler in your cabin heat but yeah all these things are interesting, aren't they? Really, really interesting. There's loads on the forums. I, I, I found it quite eye-opening, really, because you know, there's there's been some great installations gone on in in canal. There was a couple of us watching there on the canal boat forums. If you're on the internet, well, obviously you're on the internet because you found me on the internet. But if you're here on the internet and you've got you've got a few minutes and you want to um, you want to look it up. Just go on a few of these long boats and canal boats and leisure boat forums and see what people are doing in, in their canal boats with these air fire, with these diesel air fire heaters and the coolant heaters because it, it's quite amazing what they're up to. Really, really quite amazing because a lot of these people they've got they've got engineering backgrounds and um, you know some of them are electrical mechanical engineers fitness and what have you, you know, they've got a canal boat as a hobby, so they're allowed, they've got that advantage, they're allowed an advantage over the rest of us plebs, because they, they work with this kind of stuff, and they understand fluid dynamics and heat transfer and all that caper, because it's part of their, part of their work, isn't it? But you'll be able to take their knowledge, take what they learn, take their experiments, and you'll be able to run with them. You'll be able to take the best of their of their work, maybe adapt it for yourself, and come up with something even better. There. So, yeah. Okay, that's me out a bit of a ramble. Tell you all about my little heat and saga and how how happy I am. Oh, and I am happy, I tell you. But yeah, have a great great day, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. I've got to drift up here up the motorway uh, so I can get home to my wonderful wonderful lady and my little baby. Bless their little cotton socks, the little ones. Da da, da da. Just wondering where I am because normally I'd be home last night, but I had a few jobs I needed to do and a long week and I'm tired. But yeah, it is what it is, huh? Have a great weekend, everyone. Take care. Bye bye.